Welcome to The Art of Charm. I'm your host, Jordan Harbinger, and I'm here with producer Jason DeFilippo. Here at The Art of Charm, we don't have all the answers, but we definitely have all the right questions. Today on Fan Mail Friday, those questions come from you. If you're new to The Art of Charm podcast, Fan Mail Friday is not a great place to start. Much of our content is more in-depth. It's a longer format, interview-based. So check out the best of at theartofcharm.com slash best or the fundamentals toolbox at theartofcharm.com slash toolbox. If you've got our iPhone app, these are in separate categories. But they're also available online like that and in iTunes. There on the website, we've got the fundamentals of body language and nonverbal communication, attraction, negotiation, networking, influence, persuasion, everything else we teach here at The Art of Charm. We'll send all that to your inbox if you text CHARMED, that's C-H-A-R-M-E-D, to 33444 in the USA. Or if you're not, go to theartofcharm.com. All right, let's cut to it. Hey, Jordan. My wife and I have been together for over 10 years and married for three of those. She's crazy, beautiful, smart, funny, adventurous, patient, fair, confident, creative, loves to cook. I've never heard her actually fart, and she has this uncanny ability to put me before herself. She's out of my league, and I know I'm a lucky dude. I feel like I'm not able to keep up my end of the bargain lately. I've kind of plateaued at work. In an ongoing effort to sharpen my sword, I started school, and I'm laser-focused on a degree in statistics. I still work my normal 50-plus hours of week at the office, but now I've got school and a ton of homework on top of that. I dig the challenge. The only issue is I have little time left in my day to hang out with the raddest chick I know, and she's getting bummed. She says when I get home, I'm either doing homework, studying, working, or sleeping. And I've noticed I'm not the laid-back, fun, just-for-the-ride kind of guy I used to be. I've asked her how it makes her feel, and she's been real with me. She supports me, and she loves my drive for always wanting more, but she doesn't want it at the cost of losing the person I am. I need your help, man. I think my marriage is getting stagnant. My conversations are lacking importance or depth. I feel like I'm telling the same tired jokes, same school and work stories. We're just not clicking like we used to, and I know it's due to crappy effort on my part. I've got no new content anymore. I forgot what it's like to be fun. I've been leaning on her so much to take care of things around the house, emotionally, even physically. I told her we're going to run away to Tahoe this weekend just to get away from the bay and do something different. No work, no school, just us. But I'm legitimately nervous I won't have anything cool or fun to offer. It's probably just because all of our recent interaction has been ho-hum, but I feel like I kind of lost my mojo around her. Am I losing it, man? How do I pick this back up? How can I become fun again? Keep on delivering the goods. Signed, she deserves the best of me. Hey, man, I totally understand what you're going through here in a lot of ways. And it sounds like you got married really young. And the there's, that's fine. I mean, that happens. There's plenty of good marriages that result from that. But a lot of people can grow apart if you're not careful. It can happen to anyone. I think it's probably especially to people who get married young because there are still so many changes going in your 20s and 30s. So you need to make time for experiences. I think you're on the right track here with the Tahoe trip. But people have lasting happiness from these. It's a memory to look back on. There's anticipation beforehand that is created that causes you to remember things more strongly and more positively. And also, you can plan things together because that anticipation is very happiness-inducing or happiness-building and memory-building as well. So this is a, you're on the right track here with this. Also, you need sacrosanct time to relax and do things with one another, not, hey, if we both have time at the same time on Thursday, we should do this. It's got to be no. On Thursday at four, me and my significant other, we do this, and it lasts two hours, and you both treat it like a meeting. Otherwise, I mean, the odds of you being able to schedule anything into your schedule are tough. Now you've got the both of you trying to do it, and it's a last priority thing. No, you got to make it a top priority thing up there with the gym, up there with a work meeting. 
Also, you need to realize this period of work and study and all this craziness, it's a phase. Now, I'm not saying it won't be replaced with another phase that's equally busy, but it does mean that it's a phase and you need to redesign your life to accommodate it. And um, that means making different types of plans, reprioritizing things, making sure you have time for each other and planning it, like I said before. And I wouldn't rush into kids. I mean, you look, this is your choice. You can do whatever you want. But I would say rushing into kids, you might end up not being able to enjoy some of the fruits of your marriage because of the other fruits of your marriage, if you know what I'm saying. So I would say think about the timing on that as well. And and don't worry that you won't have anything to offer. It might be tough for you to relax at first, but the old Eric is in there somewhere. He's just buried under stress. So don't worry that you're burned out and your relationship is burned out. I think it's a little premature, at least from this letter, to say that. I think you're probably just both stressed out and you haven't redesigned your priorities in your life to accommodate one another yet. But it's totally fixable. It's totally solvable. And she's probably worried about it just like you are. So I think this is a great topic for you guys to discuss and you can take some actions on that. What's up, Jordan? I was impressed to hear you mention in an episode that you sleep seven to eight hours a night. I realized over time that I really need at least this much sleep. How do you hustle as hard as you do and still ensure you do get enough sleep? It's a challenge for me. I have heaps of interest and really push myself hard. And how much do you exercise? Do you exercise every week? And how do you split your work up? Do you work weekends or do you intentionally rest? Hey, man. Yeah, you know, it, I do. I sleep seven to eight, sometimes more per hours per night. Doesn't mean I'm always getting great sleep. I mean, there are there are plenty of nights where I'm not getting great sleep. Could be stress, could be I had caffeine too late at night, you know, had the old Diet Coke or doubled up on that at the sushi place and now I can't sleep as well. Or who knows? I mean, sometimes it's just too hot and I realize at 1 a.m., oh yeah, I'm freaking too warm. Turn on the AC, fall asleep. But generally I do get seven to nine hours of sleep per night. And I realized when I was younger, I'm great on six hours, I'm fine, and I thought that's how tough people did it. But as I started my own business and realized that I could sleep later, I started going to bed earlier instead of sleeping in, and I realized my performance was just so much better. And what they're saying health-wise in terms of, nobody's ever said too much sleep is gonna be bad for you. I mean, maybe if you're in the double digits every night, high double digits, whatever, every, every day, I could see that. But nobody says, oh, too much sleep is bad for you. And you shouldn't cut back on sleep to do other things like work and if possible, because your performance dwindles. So why not keep yourself in, tip-top shape, peak performance, and get enough sleep. I get it. Hours in the day are limited, and I can see all of the single dads and single moms right now being like, Psh, whatever, Jay. But I'll tell you right now, I realized that sleep is just as important as working out. It's just as important as eating. It's just as important as the work that I'm doing. And I also realized, all right, look, if you really don't have time to sleep, you might be one of the people who needs to redesign their life to do this. But for most of us, the reason I wasn't sleeping as much before, it wasn't because I was working. It wasn't because I was doing anything important. Most of the time, I was watching something on Netflix, watching on my computer, reading, staying up too late with a screen in my face past 11 o'clock at night. Those were the reasons that I was not getting enough sleep. I mean, now, look, even if you've got kids, go to bed when they go to bed. And if you have an early morning job, you should still be able to get seven plus hours of sleep. You just have to cut out 
some of the crap. And some of that crap is enticing because it's leisure time with our partner. But you might find that if you and your partner are just planting yourselves in front of the TV, what you should do is go to bed early and talk. And uh, if your relationship is that stagnant that you're plotting yourselves in front of the TV every night, then talking to each other before you go to sleep should be very sleep-inducing as well. So I think it's a triple win on that one. But I, I can't underline enough the importance of sleep and how doable it is for most of us to be able to get more if we make the right choices. Hey, AOC team. I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time now, and I've been able to apply most of the talks into my everyday life, and it's been working out great. I'm a 28-year-old gay man who's been in a relationship for a year now, but we've hit a dark place and haven't been able to come back from it. It all started a few months ago when I noticed he was getting messages from a random person. I looked through his phone, and sure enough, he was talking to another guy. There was sexting in the conversation, and not once did he mention he had a boyfriend. I asked him about it, and he said he was very sorry. Every time the subject comes up about us, his response is always, I don't know, or I'm not sure what to say. It started to seem like a one-sided relationship. I tell him every day I love him, and he says it back too, but without any enthusiasm. He's been on hookup sites, and nowhere does it say he's in a relationship, and he says that it's just to make friends. But the profile says he's a top looking for a bottom. He lives a secret life with his family, and I have to be understanding of that, but yet he can't understand that it's a sacrifice I'm making for him. I want to be with him, I love him, and I'm still in love with him. I just don't know what to do. Sincerely, Heartbroken. All right, so the first red flag here, this is a mess. This is a huge mess. But the first major red flag here is that you say he lives a secret life with his family, and I have to be understanding of that, but yet he can't understand that it's a sacrifice I'm making for him. He's not just leading a double life. He's willfully deceiving his family, and he's willfully deceiving you. You just caught him on hookup sites and sexting and stuff like that. He's cheating, man. You got to end it. He is cheating not only on his wife, but also on you. This person is a cheater. This isn't somebody who just has the... I almost, I almost, at some level, understand if somebody's in a straight marriage and they're actually gay, that there's these needs that aren't being met here. I'm not condoning that anybody cheat on anybody. There's probably a way to handle this that's better, but this person is okay with cheating in other areas. It's not just that he's looking for this relationship with you outside of his marriage. He's looking for relationships or quickies or whatever outside of your relationship as well. And a lot of what I see here is victim mindset. You know, I'm making a sacrifice. You're sad that he's cheating. Look, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. You are making a sacrifice and you're sad that he's cheating and those are valid, but I think that you do need to end it and I think you're you're maybe willfully staying in this victim position because right now you're making your own bed by staying with him and choosing people who are already cheating on someone else to be your partners in relationships. What's that genuine song? You're telling me it's different, but what the hell is different? If you cheated on him, you'll do it to me. I think that's appropriate here and yes, we just went back to high school junior prom for the advice on this Fan Mail Friday. Over the last 17 years, we have launched our fair share of online courses, coaching programs, and finding the right platform has always been a challenge. They say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know the hard work that comes with it. That's why you need Kajabi. Kajabi makes it easy to run your entire online business from one platform so you can focus on what you love, creating, Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, 
Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part? Kajabi doesn't cut into your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't even need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash charm. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash charm. Go to kajabi.com slash charm and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. Now back to Fan Mail Friday. Next question. Hey, Jordan, love your show. Last week, an Indian guy wrote in about being unable to woo American ladies. I'm a Korean American that spent a long time trying to date white American women. I really need to reinforce the advice of finding friends. I was dating for a while with numerous failures that cost me some friendships. I ended up trying to start over and make a new network of friends. Through the process, I found a really good one. That friend is now my wife. I also want to say that it's not because you're Indian that's causing you trouble. I don't know you, so I can't pinpoint it, but plenty of guys I grew up with, Asian American or not, had various troubles and successes. It's a learning process and has nothing to do with your ethnicity, especially living in New York. As a fellow New Yorker, I can tell you that diversity could only be a good thing. Your story hit home for me, though, as my wife is an Indian immigrant, and if Jordan reads this, she might hear it on Friday. Good luck, stay positive. Some dude, formerly from Brooklyn. Hey, thanks, some dude. Really appreciate it. I'm glad to hear from you because it's at some level it is easy for me to say, like, just keep at it and assimilate and you'll be fine because I have no real experience doing that. So it's great to hear from somebody who's got the exact same experience situation and has now made sure that that's not a problem for him. So thanks so much, Brooklyn. Yo, Jordan, I love the podcast. I've been listening since 2012 and it has helped me in so many ways I can't even quantify them all. Keep up the good work. On Fan Mail Friday 75, you mentioned the option of dual enrollment. I did dual enrollment with the local community college when I was in high school. It's an amazing option for driven individuals. I graduated in 2014 with a high school diploma and an associate degree, and in 2015, I graduated with a bachelor's from UCLA. I went into UCLA with 70% of my degree already completed. Currently, I'm an MBA student due to graduate this upcoming May 2017. All of that at the current age of 20. Hope this gives you a good example of the power of dual enrollment. Sincerely, Shiv, a.k.a. the laziest hard worker you'll ever meet. Shiv, thanks so much, man. This is really cool, this dual enrollment thing. I'm telling you, I, I got multiple emails about dual enrollment. This one from Shiv just happens to be the one that was at the top of my inbox earlier today when I was looking for this. So I just think that's so impressive. I mean, imagine going to undergrad with more than half of your degree already completed. That would have almost been enough to keep me out of trouble, and I would have been ahead of the game instead of oldest guy in law school. So I really, man, I love this. I can't get over that enough. If you are bored in school or, or not challenged man dual enrollment let us know how that goes and if you're a counselor or guidance counselor you have anything to do with dual enrollment or how it works let us know because maybe we should create a resource about this or something like that i don't know it just seems like it's such a useful cool thing i'm just 
so gels that I didn't know about this 15, 20 years ago, however, however long it may have been at this point. Hope you all enjoyed that. Don't forget, you can email us Friday at theartofcharm.com to get your questions answered on the air. A link to this blog post can be found at theartofcharm.com slash FMF77. Also, don't forget about the Art of Charm Challenge. Text CHARMED, that's C-H-A-R-M-E-D, to 33444 here in the USA. Or if you're not in the States, go to theartofcharm.com. We'll show you step-by-step how to become better at making personal and professional connections, becoming a better networker, increasing your personal social capital, your charisma, that magnetism. And it's for both guys and gals, so check it out. You're not excluded because you're one, not the other. You can even be both. I don't care. Text CHARMED, that's C-H-A-R-M-E-D. ED to 33444 in the U.S., or if you're not, go to com. Quick shout-outs to Charles Anderson. He's been on the Internet for 40 years now. I didn't know the Internet had been around for 40 years, honestly, but uh, he was... This is an OG Internet user. Thanks for being a fan of the show. I'm actually very humbled and impressed that uh, you took the time to write to me and that you listen to the show. I love it. And Annie Viscus... I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but she's Estonian. She lives in Denmark and says AOC is her number one podcast that she listens to on her way to work, and she makes her boyfriend listen to. Hi, Annie and boyfriend. I hope you're enjoying the show as much as Annie is. Are you in a strange land listening to my familiar voice? If so, hit me up and I'll shout you out. A lot of people have emailed me and asked if I'm going to thrive this year. Yes, I am. It's in San Diego. I'm going to be speaking there. If you don't know what it is or if you want to grab a ticket, go to attendthrive.com. And if you use promo code AOC, you'll get 20% off your ticket. It's essentially an entrepreneur event for for purpose businesses. You know, like if you want to sell eyeglasses and then for each pair that you buy, somebody gets a pair in Guatemala. It's kind of like those types of businesses. It's really neat for entrepreneurs. I'm going to be there. There's a lot of other cool speakers that are going to be there as well. It's like Jack Canfield, uh, myself. There's going to be Pat Flynn, James Altucher, who you've heard on the show, Rory Vodden, Esther Kiss, Preston Smiles, Phil McKernan. There's a lot of AOC guests that are going to be around and thrive. So attendthrive.com, promo code AOC for 20% off your tickets, and you will be able to say hello to me there. Not that that sweetens the deal, but I would love to see you. So check that out, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll see you in San Diego. More from AOC at theartofcharm.com, including info on our live residential boot camps that we run every single week here in LA. So if you really want to dig into this stuff, work on your AOC skills with us as your coaches, that's bootcamp.theartofcharm.com. Now stay charming, get out there and connect, and leave everyone better than you found them. Thanks for listening to The Art of Charm. Get more confidence, relationship skills, life hacks, and more at theartofcharmpodcast.com.